Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I am Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of Flow. It got hot in here. It is. It's always hot in here. Right? It's, 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 it's all hot in here. Isn't there a song that sings that? Like, yeah, I'm not singing it though. You love this thing. What do you mean you're not singing just, it? I mean, I'm picky. Some stuff, I, some stuff I say. <laughs> Whatever, some man. Stuff I don't. <laughs> Whatever. Right? Maybe, maybe. You'll sing maybe, anything and you know maybe it. Maybe <laughs> if I sing it. You know, you'll follow the lyrics, and I don't want that to happen. Right, because then I won't be able to shake it. We'll be sitting here the whole podcast, <laughs> and I'll be thinking, it's getting hot in here. Take, yeah, keep on all your clothes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that's not what we mean by sexy. Yeah, we're trying to keep our clothes in check here today. That's exactly right. The same and way that we want your brands to be. Absolutely. And that's what we're talking about. Give us a little. Absolutely. First of all, Matt, yep. the, whole world's, the whole world's wondering. Okay. How's the big guy doing today? Uh, the big guy is doing absolutely fantastically wonderful. Is how he's uh, is how he's doing today. Uh, he's great. He's great, and he's wanting to uh, uh, dig into this topic because we hear about this a lot. Absolutely, and especially now that convention is over, right? We just wrapped up conventions for a lot of the franchise yep. brands and everything, and we talk about this a decent amount. And I want to make sure that we're clear. Whenever I say keep your brand in check, mm-hmm. I want to make you know, I want to make sure everybody knows what I'm talking about with that because it's it's important to to have it and be part of it and all that kind of stuff, hundred percent. But we got to keep it in check. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, what we're going to talk that's about. Ex- that's ex- that's exactly right. And so you guys, you know, we do some housekeeping every now and then. So yeah. let's, let's go ahead and talk about it, right? Whoever you're listening to this, make sure that follow and that subscribe button. So we just want to make sure that you know, you know, we continue to exist. But also, please go to Prospect Boomerang, and this is coming. You know, I don't, I don't even know how to say this, Matt, but it's but it's on it's on us. We got something special planned for you. We do. But as of right now, we always have something special planned. Yeah, go there and sign up for a free account. Um, just click that green button at the top of prospectboomerang.com. Click sign up. It'll allow you to join some groups, get some downloads. You know, do a few things in in the very near future. It's going to be able to uh, allow you to do a lot of cool things. Right. Um, and, you know, get to know us and our business, and, and hopefully it lets us get to know you and yours as well. Yep. What is what is a brand, Matt? Let's just start talking. Like, a lot of people are like, you know, think, well, brand is like the golden arches. And it is, but not really. Yeah. Is, is, it, is it a billion, 900 billion Served burgers or whatever? sold? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the number, guys. I can't keep up with it. That's, I guess that's part of the brand. That's part of the, the expectation. Yeah. Which is what the brand is all about, right? Yep. Exactly. The brand is about establishing delivery and expectation and what you're going to get, right? Yep. It's about trust. Yeah. Is what it boils down to. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because if nine if nine hundred million people were like not even nine hundred, you know. Whatever the number is. It's more a, people more burgers have been sold than people on the planet. Right. Okay, we know everybody's that. had at least two. We get it, McDonald's. Right. Right. Everybody's had at least counting. Two. That's a bit by Seinfeld, I think. <laughs> we get it. You sold a lot of burgers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then that's, there's trust there. Right. 100%. Like, well, other, you know, billions of other people bought burgers. Absolutely. Probably, it wasn't just you and I eating all of them. It's probably a decent burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. Consistent burger. So it's a decent, so that's a great, that's a great example, right? So we're going to dig into it. Yep. Is it a decent burger? Or is it a very cost-effective, consistent burger? Because yeah. that's really what that is, right? That's on who you are. That's yeah. right. If that's you right. ask my seven-year-old, yeah. he's like, "This is 
the right. best burger I've ever had. <laughs> right, right. Because he doesn't want the big burger from Chili's with all the you yeah. know, grilled goodness and caramelized onions and all that. He yeah. doesn't want that. Yep, that's right? exactly right. So, so he wants a consistent burger that's at a good price that he knows exactly what it is and exactly what's on it. What a brand does is a brand doesn't define your burger, yeah. right? What a brand does, a brand says or a brand means that the experience and the delivery is going to be the same. You know what to expect. Yep. Uh, so, so Starbucks, right? A huge brand. Everybody knows it. Everybody, I think everybody loves it. Or a lot of people love it, right? It's because you know what you're going to get. There's an experience associated with it. You know you're going to pay more for the coffee there. I don't think that's a secret. I think everybody yeah. knows that you're going to pay more. You love Starbucks? I don't love Starbucks. I don't, like, I don't, I don't drink everybody. coffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't. <laughs> Neither one of us drink coffee. We're like, right? Everybody so, loves Starbucks. Like, I don't like Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Starbucks. But, yeah. but, but, there's, uh, but there is, uh, there's a, a, a ton of people that love it, yeah. right? And, and they love it because of the experience. Yeah. They love it because of the delivery. They love it because they know what they're going to get. They're going to get their own low-fat mocha chocolate or whatever yeah. it is, right? They're gonna, it's they're a gonna, song, I think. Is it? <laughs> Lady <I'm>, Marmalade or something. <laughs> I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't. I, I don't know how it goes. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Figures it's a song, though. Yeah. Didn't we just talk about that? Mo- mocha chocolate. So, so, th- so then you'll sing that, right? But you're not, okay. just, I don't All know right. the words. It kind of sounded like mocha chocolate. All right. I get it. So, uh, so, the, so the, the brand is the, is the delivery and the experience, right? Yep. And so understanding that there's a difference between being familiar with a brand and loving a brand is, is, is a big deal whenever it comes to a real estate office. Yep. You have to make sure... So let me let me say this. Should you be proud of your brand? Absolutely. 100%. Should you want to put it on display? Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Is there a proper time and place for it? Yes. 100%. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today, right? Yep. So in your in your community, do you want to be known as just the brand? Or do you want to be known as Matt, who happens to be part of this franchise brand or is part of this? Whenever I say brand, keep in mind, too, I'm not just talking about a franchise brand. Yeah. There's a lot of companies, there's a lot of independents that, that have a brand associated with them that is very much just them. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and so this isn't just about... Or both. Right. Right? Like, we all know Tesla. Right. But we also all know Elon Musk. That's exactly right. There's two brands there. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So... So do you want to be only associated with that brand in your community? The answer, I think, is no, right? Right. I think everybody would be on the same page with that, right? Because things happen. And, and one of the things that happened, let's talk about Firestone Tires for just a second, right? Okay. okay, so Firestone Tires, tragic situation. They had a lot of tires that, that blew up, and a lot of people were hurt in a very short period of time, mm-hmm. right? So Firestone Tires, for a long time before that, and the CEO of Firestone came out and made a huge mistake, right? He came out and talked about the track record and the history of how successful their tires were for a very long time. Nobody gave a crap about that. A lot of people were hurt. There were things that were done wrong. They needed to be taken care of. And instead of him coming out and saying, we have a long history of doing things the right way and a short history of these mistakes, and we're trying to do everything we can to fix it, he just focused on the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay, and the reason why was he was trying to leverage the reputation and the brand instead of taking responsibility for what was going on with it, right? Yeah. Firestone had an incredible brand up until that happened. Right. As soon as that happened, brand went down just like that. Yep. That's why you have to be careful that you are who you are, not just your brand. 
right? Yeah. So you can't just be the sign that's out in front of the building. You have to be the person that builds trust in a relationship as well. It. That's exactly right. As well as that brand. You're co-branding. You are not the entirety of that brand. And we're going to talk a little bit more about why in just a, in just a second. But here's where this typically comes up. Okay. okay. This typically comes up in conversation when people are talking about when to introduce the brand. Okay. Talk, yeah, talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so so what happens is a lot of people, whenever they uh, – so uh, franchise systems, if they're worth their salt at all, they'll talk to you about recruiting. They're okay. going to say, here's some things that you need to do for recruiting. They're going to offer recruiting tools and systems and all that kind of stuff. It's fantastic. Absolutely, 100% you should leverage those. When you leverage those makes a difference, though. Okay. Okay, that's a big part of this conversation. That's when that's the biggest piece of this conversation that comes up. When people start talking about it, I say, hold on a minute, pump the brakes. When are you introducing that to the to the scenario? When are you introducing that to the conversation with the person that you're talking about? Because there is a time and a place to introduce that. Okay, here's the here's the time and place. Here's probably the best way to uh, the best way to explain this. Right. Okay. If you're. If you have a if you ha, if you're a great person, and there are several other companies that have a very similar brand as you, like the first half of their name is the first half of someone else's name, okay. right? So it's Jimmy Joe's, right, which is a nationwide real estate franchise. Jimmy Joe's, and then right under that, by Matt Vi, right, DBA Matt Vi. Yeah. Well, Matt Vi's Jimmy Joe's might be incredible, but. Somebody else's Jimmy Joe's might not be incredible. They might not be known for the same things that you are known for. So the first thing that you do is you try to establish who you are with them, and then you introduce the brand into the situation. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit more about this. I think we've got a, I think we've got another podcast coming up that we're going to discuss that just a little bit more. But is that because those people might go search? It is Jimmy Joe's, but you really want them to search like Matt Vi. Uh, it is. And they might search one and automatically they assume that they know what's going on with the other one. Okay, gotcha. One right? Jim, you got one Jimmy Joe's is another Jimmy Joe's. That's exactly right. One is the, all Jimmy Joe's are the same. Yeah, so I got a McDonald's story. Okay, okay let's hear it. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Um, guys, I don't, I don't go to McDonald's all the time, right? I just, you know, I've got two little boys. Well, you got to have McDonald's stories. Mm-hmm. There's this one McDonald's, like a couple miles from my house. They just, they just kill it. Right. right? They're so, they're so nice. And you know, any, anything, you know, they bend over backwards for you. And, and the food's always like, whatever you ordered, that's what you get. Right. I was in Orlando a couple of days ago. I won't point out the McDonald's because there's probably 500 of them in Orlando. But right. there's one there. I ordered a drink. A lady comes up ahead of me, and, you know, she kind of just says, hey, you know, can I get some, some ice in my drink? Right. And they're like, oh, you want some extra ice? She says, no, there's no ice in my drink. So they just filled it up with whatever, you know, soda she got. Right. So I get my drink, you know, and, and, and you weren't allowed to eat inside. <clears throat> so I walk out of the car, and I was kind of like shaking my drink. I was like, it's kind of weird there's no ice there's no ice in my drink either <laughs> it's just i don't even remember what i got a sprite or something there's no ice in it it's just filled to the top of it wow with sprite <laughs> and i'm thinking do you have to request ice yeah you have to 
you ha- what's what's going on in the first and you know they can't be new right it can't be that they're new right because everybody's been to a restaurant and gotten ice in their drink every single time right I get it right if it's like McDonald's in the Middle East you're probably not going to get ice in your drink right you got to ask for that right but if I'm in Orlando right I expect right have the expectation of absolutely when I order when I, when I order this at this brand yep I'm gonna get ice in my drink right absolutely. Right. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. Right. So what do you so so uh, so what they're doing is they're piggybacking and making money on on what everyone on everyone else's hard work. Yes, exactly. Right. Everyone else has done a great job. Everyone else has done. So you pulled in there. That was McDowell's. Right. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Which I still haven't watched the second one of that. I got to watch the second one. It's, it's, it's out, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've seen yeah. it. All right. So don't ruin it for me. Not I got to watch it. All right. So, uh, so the, uh, that's coming to America, by the way, guys, yeah. that's, uh, in case you, so those of you from the eighties who liked, uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, right. There was a coming to America movie and now Netflix did the, the yeah. follow up one to coming right? to the number two America. Right. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, so, uh, so if you're going to McDonald's, all of those people were ex- you were you pulled in there and you expected certain things. Mm-hmm. You expected it to go a certain way. That's why you pulled in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best hamburger like we just talked about. Oh, yeah. Maybe not the worst hamburger, right? Yep. Maybe you like a hamburger exactly like that, like Emmett does, and that's exactly what you rolled in there. You were salivating because you knew that's what it was that you wanted, right? Yeah. And then the disappointment comes when it's not that way. Mm-hmm. So your brand has to be about what you can deliver. And what you are, yeah. Okay, so here, so let me let me take that a, a little step farther. Okay, that that is important to note on this. So if you're uh, if you're out there in uh, in podcast land and you're a broker and you uh, are in a franchise system and you've been in a franchise system for a while, just take a just take a roll call real quickly in your head. Let's say that you have fifty tools that are offered and you have a hundred agents. How many of those tools are used by how many of those agents? Just a quick roll call in your head, right? Yeah. How much adaption is there in, in all of that? I think we're all going to agree that there's a low adaption rate with the tools and with the systems. Absolutely. Okay. We hear about that a, a decent amount. All the time. Okay. So if you think about the tools and the systems being critical to the success of the agent, and if it's the system that you think should be the first introduction that people have, what you're basically saying is something that no one is using a, a lot of, right? Mm-hmm. And that everyone knows they should use and people are paying for, but they're not using. They're not leveraging those things. Is that really the most important part of Jimmy Joe's DBA Matt Vi? Right. It's not. Yep. Absolutely. It's absolutely not. Absolutely. And, it, and it's proven over and over and over again, right? So, so if you talk about your brand... There is a time and place to introduce it. Well, let's talk about that in the next podcast, right? Let's talk about when to introduce that in the next podcast. Okay. There's a time and place to introduce that. When you introduce it, introduce the parts that you support, that you believe in, that you, that you pay attention to, that you leverage, that you know will help agents succeed. Absolutely 100%. Push that part of that brand with them and make sure that everyone knows how to implement that into their business because if you didn't believe in it, you wouldn't be part of that brand. You right. believe in it. You know that it's going to work. 
Put your, your heart and soul behind it and help leverage that in the agent's business so that they see the benefit of that. When you do that, that is you co-branding. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Instead of just going, oh, I love this brand. Here's the brand. You should do all these things. This happens a lot. Okay. Yeah. So people are saying, uh, I, I, I'm part of this franchise system. I get all this stuff. You should use this stuff. Yeah. That's dangerous. That's oh, yeah. not co-branding. Okay. That is literally them purchasing something. You're not using it and you're telling them to use it. What do you think that does with the longevity of your relationship with your agents? Yeah, it definitely doesn't, you know, elongate that trust, that it trust factor. It does not. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean you have to use everything. Keep in mind, there are great franchise, uh, there are great franchisees out there that they might be offered 50 things, as mm -hmm. an example. They really hone in on seven or eight, and their agents crush it with those seven or eight or 10 or 12 or 15 because they support them. They believe in them. They think that they're helping that agent get better at their business. Those are the people that truly are getting the benefit out of that system. Gotcha. And the reason why is because they're co-branding with it. They're not yeah, introducing. perfect sense. Okay, so it's not like saying, come on into McDonald's and have the best fried chicken in the world. So, right, you, you've seen the movie Founder, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, so. Great movie. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. So the movie's about Ray Kroc, right, and, and him franchising uh, McDonald's. And in the beginning, part of the, issue that he, part of the issue that he had was that's what people were doing. You know, he had these burgers and french fries and all this stuff that worked exactly the right way, and they were cooking everything else. They were cooking, you know, fried livers and chicken and all this other stuff, and they were just diluting everything that was happening as a whole. So he had to keep stepping back and saying, no, 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 this is what we're going to do. No, 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 this is what we're going to do. No, 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 this is what we're going to do. There's no doubt in my mind that if he would not have done that, McDonald's would be out of business right now. Yeah, There absolutely. would be no $9 billion served. Absolutely. Completely right? agree. So, so what he did is he, he said, I'm going to, to co-brand with this system. I believe burgers should be delivered like this. I think shakes should be delivered like this. I think french fries should be delivered like this. I think these things should happen. I'm going to get behind that system. I'm going to put 100% into it. That's going to be my brand because when people walk in the front door, that's what I want them to know that they're going to get. Yeah. Now, the success of, of McDonald's, most likely the biggest success of McDonald's is the Happy Meal. Oh, Absolutely. Right. If it wasn't for the Happy Meal, same thing. McDonald's. Yeah, you're not just going to have a bunch of adults just rolling up in McDonald's all the right. time. Yeah. Right. And so what they did is they said, "Hey, let's hook them as kids, and then as they grow up, they're going to be they're going to be bought into our consistency, and they will have good memories of coming to the coming to the restaurant." And and so they did, and it worked. Right. And yep. it worked for and it worked before, and it's still working to this day. Right. I didn't have a McDonald's cheeseburger until I was 16. Really? All chicken nuggets, huh? I'm trying to, I was like, I don't even know. I'm from the country, man. So I was having like cornbread. <laughs> and all kinds of. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, that stuff was. Man, I remember getting McDonald's bucks for Christmas, man. They would have oh, the really? little the little packet that they put in the, the stocking stuffers. And you could go in there and tear off and hand them one of the, hand them one of the things and get a, get a cheeseburger or whatever you got yeah, with it. Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't have that. Oh, it was McDonald's bucks, baby. Yeah. That was cool. good stuff, man. Oh, I don't doubt it one bit. I felt rich. I'm walking in there making it rain with with McDonald's bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want a shake. I want fries. I want another shake. I want nuggets. I want <laughs> Yeah, you spend all your bucks. And throw in a G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh but but that was because I knew what to expect from the brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I knew the delivery would be there and, and they just kept connecting with me and right. So when it comes to your brand, talk about with your with your team. 
talk to yourself about this. What is it that I love about my brand? Whether it's a franchise system or just who you are. When I, when I say brand, guys, keep in mind, I'm not just saying a franchise system, okay? I'm saying who you are as a company. There are some incredible companies that are that are very good at uh, at doing the things that they need to do that don't have anything to do with the franchise system. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And uh, and so uh, you know we know a great one in South Florida that we that we talk to on a regular basis. Right. They yep. they do a fantastic job of being who they are. They 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 know their game. Right. And they're yep. and they're a big player and and they just know they they make it happen. Yep. Right. So, so what you have to make sure is going on is you have to make sure that your team is bought into certain pieces and certain parts of the, of the, of the system that you have of your brand, and that has to be on display all the time. Yep. And if that is, you're going to end up in a good situation with a lot of people acclimating and being drawn to that brand because that's what you're putting out into the, uh, into the marketplace. Yep, completely agree. So, <clears throat> what, you know, but, but before I start wrapping things up. Yep. Is there is there one piece of information, you know, and I know you're going to give the action step like you mm-hmm. always do. Is there one one big takeaway from this? Because you know, I, I know I've brought a lot of McDonald's into this conversation. Right. <laughs> right. Sorry about that, but right. not really. Um. One, one. What's the one big takeaway that that you could you could tell everybody? Just one one single sentence. I'm not necessarily asking for that summary again, but um, just one one single takeaway from from a brand standpoint because we hear brand so much. Mm-hmm. That, that you could give them, and then I'll yep. wrap it up. So a lot of, uh, a lot of people uh, have been in the business, a lot of uh, recruitings and managing brokers, broker owners, all that kind of stuff. They've been in the business a while. Yeah. That means that they've, they've, they've got the scars, dude. Oh, for sure. They were in the knife fight. You know what I'm saying? They were, yeah. they were, digging, they were digging in. They're getting their nails dirty, right? All, all, the, all the cruel things that you want to say about how hard real estate is, they were doing it. That made them, they have a brand because of that. Yeah. Don't subordinate yours for another brand and don't force another strong brand to subordinate theirs for you. Yeah. Walk side by side with this. Take a, take a close look at what you're good at and what the brand is that you're associated with. What do the two of them have in common? And make sure that that is what you're displaying when it comes time to have conversations with people about why they should be doing real estate in your office instead of somewhere else. Yeah. That, that's why I asked that question, guys, because yep. I, I wanted that answer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before you give the action step, yep. guys, wherever you listen to this, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, make sure you're, um, you're hitting that follow button. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside of it. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. You want to watch and listen to all of these um, on our websites, prospectboomerang.com. Click on podcast at the top. Uh, right in the middle of that page for now. Um, you'll be able to sign up for the VIP newsletter. We got some some big things coming, you know, very soon. That's going to allow you to to take that to the next level. Um, Matt, what what kind of action step can they take that's actually going to help them with their brand that we could give them right now? Yeah. So this is uh, this is a pretty easy one, I think. I like it. So so take a look at who's top ten in your market. Mm-hmm. What what companies are top ten in your market? And then, and then next to it, write, write the name of the company out, right? Okay, this isn't something you need to share. You need to mind your business. Keep it to yourself. Don't make a code of ethics violation out of this, <laughs> right. okay? Yeah. But take those, take, those top 10, take those top 10 companies, whoever they yep. are, and write beside them what you think they are as a company, okay? What do you believe their reputation to be? What do you know about them? And then underneath that, 
why is it that they're in number one position, a number two position, a number three position, a number four position? Write down all the things below that. Now, it's going to be difficult for you to take your personal opinion out of this a little bit. I think you should try to look at it from why does the market believe that? Okay. Okay? Not why do I believe it, right? I mean, I, I do want on that first line, I do want you to do that, okay? Yeah. But the second line is why are they in that market share position? Okay. Okay? So you should have 20 answers. All right. And if you're honest with yourself on those 20 answers, you're going to see out there in podcast land, Mr. and Ms. Broker, whether you're the problem and how you're looking at everyone else's business or whether someone else in the market has taken your piece of the market share. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That would be an eye-opener for sure. Absolutely. And, and hey, do it, on a, do it on a Friday afternoon if you have to because there, there might be some sting in some of this, right? Yeah. What you thought you were crushing it at, you go and look at, and you're like, okay, why is so-and-so number 10? Why is so-and-so number 9? Why is so-and-so number 8? Why is so-? And then all the way down till you get to wherever you are on that list, or if you're not on that list, if, you get to, if, if you're looking at that list from the outside looking in, how do you see them? Why do you think they're in that position? It's going to be an eye-opener if you're, if you're honest about it. Yeah. Right? Don't do this on Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Well, guys, you know, when we first started this podcast, you know, we, we, were, we were listing out, you know, 10, 20, 100 different reasons why we do this. But then there was just one that just... It, it, Shining example. It eclipsed them all. And what was that one, Matt? Because we just want to be part of their win. 